Talk Radio 96.7. Crank up those radios. It's time for Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you in part by Camp Margaritaville. Here's your host, Ryan Buckley. Eric, it is good to be here again, my man. Welcome to Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan Buckley, Jenna Kidd, how are we doing? I'm doing really well, but I just had this crazy thought in my head. I'm oh, like, absolutely. You no, know, I'm like, I wonder if the people that listen are like, when they hear like who's going to be on the show, they're like, oh, it's these fools again. Again, like, I thought we got know, rid of them. Yeah, like yeah. I was wondering, they're like, dang, I really don't want to listen anymore then. Listen, we had a lot of people carry <laughs> the torch these past couple weeks because we have been everywhere but one spot. I oh, mean, 100%. we've literally been all over the place. We had uh, Orange Cup Regatta, the 84th running of the Orange Cup Regatta at Lake Hollingsworth, followed up by the World Water Ski Show Tournament, which felt like a month. It was only a week. <laughs> it was insane. Felt like we were there forever. Felt like years. <laughs> That's very well said. Uh, there forever. Great event. A lot of different countries that were able to come in and participate. I know um, Justin and Gerald did a recap last week on radio to kind of overview what that event looked like. And simultaneously, while all that's going on, locally, there's a lot going on. I mean, we're getting to... It's already November, Jenna. I know. It's, insane. it's crazy. Earlier, Lisa was like, yeah, December next month. And I said, no, wait. Yeah. Like, wait, you're kind of right. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. we're, I mean, look at that. 24 days away from Thanksgiving. Wow, that math is off. Three, <laughs> 21 days away from okay. Thanksgiving. I was we're wondering why you said three then. We're getting there. <laughs> three weeks away from Thanksgiving. And then you have, you know, Christmas be right around the corner from that. Now, Jenna, do you play Christmas music now, do you wait till after Thanksgiving? After Thanksgiving, immediately leaving Thanksgiving dinner is when I turn it on. We do have to consult the expert on this, Eric. When do you typically play Christmas music? Do you do it now? Do you wait till after Thanksgiving? Oh, definitely after Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. No questions asked. I Any, like it. Anybody working in broadcast radio will tell you that Christmas music will get on your nerves faster than anything. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you start it too early, and it is just exactly. nonstop. Yeah. Or listen it, to it for five hours every single day for a while, and you'll, you know, Apparently so many versions of Little Drummer Boy. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they start to really hit rewind pretty quick, or re not rewind. They just continue to hit repeat, rather, very quick, I can imagine. Uh, well, listen, as much as we love doing the uh, the holiday music show portion of Sports Central, we should probably get into talking about a little bit of sports. Jenna, high school football going on. We are starting to reach playoff time. We're getting closer. We're inching there. People securing spots, uh, people winning district titles. Tell us a little bit about what that looks like. Yeah, so Lake Wales receives automatic berth into FHSA uh, 3S qu uh, quarterfinals. So Lake Wales High School won 41 to zero at Auburndale on Friday night, um, earning them a spot in the quarterfinals. They are five uh, postseason wins away from go having their first ever state champion game, like the program's first ever game. Um, and then the FHSA 3S quarterfinals will begin on November 11th, so right around the corner. Literally, I mean, it's insane how quick we're moving on. Uh, Frostproof, Frostproof winning the Class 2S District 13 title, had a 24-20 victory over their rival Fort Meade Friday. Uh, game came down to who had the ball last with Isaiah Shepard scoring the winning touchdown on a 45-yard run to the Hass over there for Frostproof. Is Hass House? Hass House. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. To the Hass. To the Hass. <laughs> um, outside of high school football, a lot of college football that happened this past week. Uh, Jenna, I'll let you give an update on OH. I.O. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> So number two, Ohio State beats number 16, Penn State, 44-31. Uh, to Ohio State scored 28 points in the fourth quarter to defeat Penn State. Penn State drops to number 16 in the AP poll. At first, they had me very worried. They were kind of playing very— Tight game. Uh, yes. Always a tight game in Penn State, too. Yep, and then boom, they just took it away. <laughs> well, 
a team that really took it away, Kansas State, demolishing Oklahoma State. Ooh. Crazy thing there. Uh, Kansas State starting quarterback Martinez, he was not able to play. So it was like, Oklahoma State might be able to pull one off here. You know, still a good team in Oklahoma State. They got shut out 48 to nil. Um, 296 yards from the backup over at Kansas State with four TD passes to combat Oklahoma State. Kansas State moving up nine points in the AP poll. Oklahoma State dropping 18th in the AP poll. That was a big loss. Oh, that might that might be a Howard might stay in there for a little bit. I could not believe right? it. Martinez, Martinez is kind of like, ah. I know. He's been playing well the whole year, too. So that was kind of an interesting one. Um, and then uh, Florida Gators just playing a juggernaut. Tried their best to hang in there with Georgia. No chance. Absolutely yeah. no chance. Yeah. Had a little bit of a comeback there in the third quarter with Anthony Richardson. Kind of a crazy stat here. Interns doing a lot of digging on this script. 78-yard TD pass. Longest touchdown in the rivalry game since 1984. It's crazy with the stats that people have. These guys that work on this script. Right? Are just They are digging for they stuff. They are. They are. It's crazy. Absolute stuff. Well, looking ahead to Week 10, Jenna, what are the games to watch out for? Number two, Ohio State versus Northwestern. Number 18, Oklahoma State versus Kansas University. Number six, Alabama versus number 15, LSU. Number 14, Illinois versus Michigan State. Number one, Georgia versus number two, Tennessee. That's switched. That's going to be an absolute Yeah, thing. but now Tennessee's, but no, Tennessee's one. number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Georgia's two. They, the script writers. I can't believe the script been, writers. Uh, it's just awful. And then number 25, UCF will take on Memphis. They are very good script writers. They are. They are. Um, okay. Yeah, the Tennessee-Georgia game is just going to be out of this world. It's going to be so good. Uh, a local game, Florida State-Miami as well, down mm-hmm. in Miami. So we'll see see what happens over there. A lot of people in our office very interested in what happens in that particular game as well. Yeah, and it's so funny how we're so interested when there's one Miami fan. But, like, we're <laughs> know, so interested. Two, two Miami fans. Who's the other one? Uh, Gerald and myself. You're a Miami Absolutely. fan? Get out. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Why would since when? Well, first of all, that would be the team that I would say I'm a fan of. Why would I admit that? Since they're when? horrible. No, I've been a Miami fan the past three years. I didn't. We're all learning something new together. Yeah. I'm not much of a college football fan, so I that was the oh, team lost, that I the me. team that I align with. The, the, college football is my favorite. Now I'm a big NFL guy. So, but I, I'll tell you what, the, the matchups we have this week are just going to be absolutely fantastic. The LSU-Alabama game is a sneaky one to watch out for, too. It's going to be a really good showdown over there. Georgia-Tennessee, obviously the game of the week. Your team, Ohio State, Northwestern. Again, interesting one as well for you guys. Keep that C.J. Stroud train just rolling down oh, into the playoffs. 100%. How do you feel about Alabama? 7-1, and one, right? Or 8-1? and one? Yeah. And they so, drop all the way to 6. So, yeah, I mean, tough loss. Obviously, they lost to the number one team in the nation. So, it'll be interesting to see... What happens in that one-two matchup, right? How far do they drop, depending on how that game goes? And then, uh, you know, seeing the other teams outside looking in, like a TCU, right? An undefeated TCU that's outside mm-hmm. looking in. So we'll see what happens on that front. Um, but listen, when we get back on the other side of the break, we do have, uh, we will be joined by the esports director from Florida Southern College. So excited to learn more about the sport of esports, what they got going on over there. Really impressive program that they have started and they have run. So we'll hear from Coach Adam in terms of what that looks like. And then we'll also dive into the World Series hockey that has started up for the Tampa Bay Lightning and a couple other things that will be in the future on that front. Not to mention uh, World Series, as we mentioned, tied up 2-2. And then we'll have an NFL Week 8 preview. So stick right here. Like we said, Coach Adam will be with us on the other side of the break on Sports Central Talk Radio. 96.7 96.7 Talk Radio 
96.7. Yeah, we got Sports Central on the air for you right now. Sports Central is brought to you by the Cleveland Heights Golf Course. Here's Ryan and Jenna. Thank you, Mr. Eric. Welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan and Jenna, very happy to be joined uh, from Florida Southern College, the director of esports, Adam Anter. Adam, are you there? I am. How you doing? Good, Adam. Thank you so much for joining us. Nonetheless, joining us on a game night. You guys have a matchup that's coming up in a couple hours, correct? Yes, yes. We take on Ohio State University tonight. Listen, I am sitting next to a diehard Ohio State fan, but I myself oh, am a Florida oh, yeah. Southern College alum, so don't you worry. We are Thank cheering you. for the correct team. <laughs> Fear oh, not. Good. Adam, good give good. us give us kind of a, a rundown of the program, kind of how it got started, the inception of the program, and your key responsibilities as it relates to esports. Yeah, the program at Florida Southern actually started about five years ago in 2017, and I uh, was uh, brought on board about a year ago. Um, I'm hailing from Michigan, uh, where I was a, a head coach up there and got to take over the mox program last september and it's been a wild ride so far that's that's awesome and, and talk a little bit i mean my previous job with the magic organization when they unveiled magic right. gaming you know it was really cool to hear about the growth of esports talk a little bit about that the, the growth of esports as a whole and how it pertains to some of the um, competitions that you all are involved in yeah, absolutely. Uh, esports has just been exploding. Uh, the pandemic definitely helped it a little bit when everyone was stuck inside, and the only competition that uh, the mocks could do was uh, esports. Um, uh, and at a pro level, it's it's gotten to a massive place where the the world championships of a game called League of Legends is watched by more people than every sporting event in the in the world, except the World Cup and the Super Bowl. Um, so it's it's gotten pretty big at a pro level college level we're still getting there there's about 400 schools now giving scholarships for esports and uh florida southern's one of them that's it's an incredible statistic when you think about it the amount of people that are dialed in you know to watching these events it's really just an awesome experience now obviously you coming over within uh, not within the past year but about a year ago you know to florida southern college speak a little bit to what it looks like at the snake pit you know like at like what is the environment there what is the experience you know, for the athletes on the team and then for just the general spectator? Yeah, the Snake Pit is awesome. It's a 30-PC arena. It's got a stage. All of our varsity teams compete on that stage. We have uh, some general seating for students to come watch, and then we have 24 PCs that are actually available for any student to walk in and just play. Um, We service more than just our varsity team. Um, This fall, uh, so far, we've had over 5% of our total student body come in and use the arena one way or another. Um, and it's it's an awesome place we have, and it's uh, it's definitely a gem on our campus. It's a stop on every campus tour, um, and it's it's awesome to be a part of that. Wow, that's, that's super cool. It's something that I'm like, oh, I want to see that. <laughs> um, yeah. So how do you join the team? Is there like a tryout and for your respected game or your respective league that you're in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we host or we uh, support um, three different varsity teams in three different games, um, League of Legends, Overwatch, and Rocket League. Um, and similar to traditional athletics, most of our players are actually recruited in um, and given a scholarship to compete for the mocks. Um, if there's positions or, or uh, we're, we're, we're looking for a specific uh, type of player and we couldn't find them in the recruitment pipeline, uh, we do have some walk-on tryout opportunities uh, for students who are on campus. 
but most of our students are recruited in for esports. And what you know, what is the the recruiting strategy like? Like, what what does that look like? Because obviously, with the growth of esports and being able to kind of have more visibility through different platforms, you know, I remember right. uh, Twitch, obviously, from the popularity side of people streaming in terms of just what they're doing on an individual and team level. But what's kind of your philosophy in identifying recruits and how they're going to fit within the program that you have? Yeah, for for us, uh, skill comes into it, obviously, uh, and we can look up a lot of information uh, on students' uh, uh, stats online. Um, all these games are played online, and those stats are recorded. Um, so that makes it a lot easier uh, for us. Um, but what's really exciting and coming down the line is the, the high school pipeline. Um, that last spring, the Polk County Public Schools started esports at six of their high schools playing Rocket League. We actually hosted this, the, their championship last May. Um, and this fall, they expanded to at least 12 schools. Um, and watching the growth at the high school level really gets me excited because creating those pipelines locally um, and, and creating talent, developing that talent is really exciting for me um, and for the future of Florida Southern esports. That's awesome. It's all, always good to see kind of like what the future is going to hold, especially in a growing discipline, you know, that you all are in. T- talk a little bit to... Um, you know, because if you look at kind of like a traditional sport, you know, your schedule is typically, you know, regular season. Maybe we have an invitational tournament and then we're in playoffs. Right. You know, your your format's a little bit different. You kind of have different invitationals and tournaments throughout the year. Kind of give us a breakdown of what that looks like from a scheduling, you know, what qualifications look like and how you're able to work, you know, to go against a University of Michigan, a, an Ohio State. Yeah. You know, how does that all come to fruition? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So right now the NCAA doesn't uh, support esports as a sport at this point. Um, so it's kind of the Wild West when we look at the, uh, the structure of collegiate esports. Um, we'll participate in uh, one or two leagues throughout um, each fall and spring semester, and then we'll, we'll be invited to a couple invitationals spread within that too. Um, there's no divisions if you will so we're all in the same leagues we get to play florida state one week and then we'll play a smaller private nai school sometimes another week um and uh what's really exciting is the ability for us as a program with the the talent we've recruited in is to go head to head and usually uh win against some of these big d1 schools that's awesome and your your record this year has been pretty phenomenal you know, in terms of just the variety, it's been pretty good. Yeah. You can brag. This is your time to brag a little bit, Coach. Talk a little bit about, you know, the record and the different disciplines you all are in and kind of what yeah. that looks like. Yeah, it, it's, it, it varies by game title, too. Our, our best game title, I think, right now is League of Legends. Um, like I said, we play Ohio State tonight, but earlier in the season, we've beaten schools like the University of Michigan, Michigan State. We've beaten Florida State in Rocket League. Um, we beat UCF couple weeks ago in league of legends um it's it's been an awesome year our rocket league team picked up their conference uh championship in the peach belt uh they they drove up to we all drove up to south carolina two weekends ago um and won that uh that conference championship brought back a trophy um league of legends and overwatch will have their peach belt conference uh league next spring so um we're hoping to bring home some more hardware in the spring, but it's been a really successful fall so far. And I'm really excited to see how they, the team improves and grows for the spring. Uh, oh, absolutely. And, and listen, you definitely don't want to look past people. So you don't want to look past Ohio state, but you also are in the league of legends finals for the battle for Florida invitational. And that's against the university of Florida. Tell us about, 
you know, how do you balance the schedule? You know, how do you go, obviously, from, you know, one one game to another, but also just a variety of different tournaments and disciplines throughout the year? How do you kind of keep, you know, the team focused game to game right. and making sure they're not looking past schedules and invitationals? You know, it, it's tough. Um, I, our students are students first. They're, they're, they're a student athlete second. Um, and it's a really tough balance. Some weeks we'll have a match almost every night of the week, and then the next week it'll be uh, finals week, and we, we take a break from the competition. Um, uh, it's, it's really important for my, my players um, to, to take it one game at a time and to really kind of forget about the mistakes they made the night before. Um, there, there's traditional sports that have schedules that are kind of crazy um, within uh, certain months of the year, too, that kind of deal with the same stuff. Um, but for us, it, it's, it's that same thing. It's being prepared. It's also making sure academics are taken care of before we get to practice and, and matches because those can go late. Um, and uh, it's, it's definitely tough. Uh, right now, we're, we're starting to slow down, but the last two weeks has been pretty crazy for my, my players, and uh, uh, they've been just phenomenal um, trying to work through it. Yeah, so is there an off-season, or does eSports go, you know, all school year long? Yeah, um, for us, we usually take a break kind of mid-November through early January as uh, we, we kind of focus on exams, get a little break, take a breather, and then we'll start up the spring season again, and we'll go until April. And then over the summer, we'll, we'll take a step back and maybe do um, – uh, a practice a week or something uh, just to keep the, the kids fresh and to keep growing their skills. But uh, for us, it's, it's kind of that at November, December, and then the summer is really our, our take a breather breaks. But other than that, we're, we're going hundred miles an hour uh, in the fall and the spring semesters. So if people want to get involved, learn more, just get a better understanding of the program that you have over there, how would you direct them not only to, to watch, but also what information would you yeah. give them so they can just learn more in general? Yeah, absolutely. I direct everyone to uh, our Florida Southern Athletics website, fscmox.com. Um, under sports, you can find the eSports page. Um, and there you can find our schedule. And the schedule also links to our live streams, uh, which is on twitch.tv slash Florida Southern College. And uh, our, we, uh, we stream almost all of our matches. Uh, if there's multiple matches a night, we'll pick one that we're really excited about. But uh Anyone can tune into that from anywhere you have an internet connection. Awesome. Well, listen, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us, especially on a game night. We wish you nothing but the best of luck <laughs> tonight against Ohio State. I know the person on my left, uh, Ohio State fan, but nevertheless, <laughs> we are excited to watch them lose to the moccasins. Uh, we would be <laughs> remiss so remiss if we didn't congratulate you as well on being named the 2021-22 National Association of Esports Coaches and Directors Coach of the Year. So congratulations to you on that prestigious Thank award you. and obviously is a testament to what you've been able to do with the program already in your short tenure there. Thank you so much for having me in the Mox. Absolutely. Go Mox. Thank you so much for joining us. Amazing stuff. Really cool to learn about the program, kind of what that world looks like, how it's, it is growing. Yo, so it'll be it interesting is. to see what that looks like in the future. Certainly appreciate, uh, I, I was going to say Coach Adam, but he's director of esports. So I'm going to say director of esports, Adam Anther, for being on and joining <laughs> us on the program. Yeah. When we come back on the other side of the break, we'll talk a little bit more about Florida State College and, and see, I'm going to say Coach Adam. 
and director of esports adam anter and then we'll also dive into gotta talk about the world series so just stick right here on sports central talk radio 96.7 sports central we've got that for you right now talk radio 96.7 and it's brought to you by the hampton inn lakeside village here's your host this afternoon ryan buckley Eric, thank you, sir. Welcome back to Sports Central, Talk Radio 96.7. Eric in the studio with, per usual, just phenomenal music intros. Just to get I us know. all set to go. Ryan Buckley, Jenna Kidd here as well. Um, I, I am still taken back by some of the statistics he was able to throw out there about esports. Like, you know, because we were always told the growth of esports, mm-hmm. how big it is, how many people watch it. When he was talking about the league and saying that, yeah, you know, with League of Legends in particular, it's the most viewed up until like World Cup viewership, like mm-hmm. in terms of viewership, that is a staggering statistic. It really is, but it's funny because I, I'm like, oh no, football. But thinking about it, this is a worldwide sport. Football is more American, absolutely. So, um, it's it's so worldwide that I can definitely see how it's up there. But you know what's great too about it is the accessibility to watch it is very like it's low barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. Like a good example, like to go watch the Thursday night prime football game tonight, <laughs> you have to have a prime membership, yeah. right? So like there's already a gate to watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just to watch an NFL game. If you want to watch an out of market game, you need to pay money to watch it. So the accessibility to watch something, at least at no cost to some level, is awesome. It mm-hmm. just it makes it totally ungated for people. Um, so really cool. And I think when you can be actively involved in it, like if you can play the video game, like when he mentioned, oh, we have, you know, 24 computers are just for students to go check that's it out. Really like cool. that's a great engagement opportunity, right? So really cool to see a program like that developing right in our own backyard here in Polk County, Florida mm-hmm. Southern College in Lakeland. Pretty cool stuff. Um, a lot of stuff going on elsewhere in the nation. The World Series is going on right now. It's up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania currently. Series at 2-2 after the Astros blanked the Phillies last night. Uh, game three was electric. I don't know if you know this, Jenna. Uh, the I can't remember what college it was after the Bryce Harper home run mm-hmm. registered on the seismic wave. Like it registered an earthquake, basically. And then it happened again later when Kyle Schwarber hit one. Yep, I saw that. It oh, Could you imagine? You're just like, like you're just sitting in your loud. living room eating dinner and you're yeah. just like, whoa. Like the stadium actually shook. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely incredible to think. Um, they were absolutely just bombing the ball against Houston. But Houston, as we mentioned, coming back in game four, um, it was just an absolute unbelievable game. Uh, it's the first no-hitter mm-hmm. in a World Series to be recorded. Kind of crazy when you think about that. Um, and now, I mean, you want to talk about a must-win game for the Philadelphia Phillies. You do not want to go down 3-2. And then have to go travel back to Houston and try and figure out how to win a game over there. Yeah. So who who are you thinking? Who are you feeling? Uh, you know, the so Philadelphia has not lost a game when they've out homered the opponent, which kind of makes sense. But mm-hmm. haven't lost haven't lost a game when I hit my nose against the mic. I saw. It's haven't okay. lost a game when they've out homered the opponent. So if they can get the bats rolling, I don't think the bats are going to go quiet this game. So I would imagine. I actually like the Phillies. Yeah, I do. I just see the Astros as like cheaters, and so I mean I know they're not cheating right now. <laughs> Maybe they are. I don't know, <laughs> but it's just something. It's like hmm, hmm. Yeah. You know? No, it's very tough. Um, well, and listen, you know, while all I mean, there's a lot going on in the sports world. While all that is going on, we also had the NFL trade deadline, which was this past Monday at four o'clock Eastern time. 
um, and coming off a very interesting week. Let's start with the, probably what's going to be a surprise to many, the lowly Tampa Bay Buccaneers struggling this year. Oh, I know they are. They are 3-5. and five. The first time that Tom Brady in two decades has been under 500 this far into the season. Two decades, 20 years. Been a long time since he's been this bad. Been on a team this bad. Uh, they are going to host reigning Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams this Sunday, uh, which is going to be an interesting one as well because the Rams kind of playing catch up to the Seattle Seahawks in their division. So, kind of two teams who we thought would be better at this point in the year who are really struggling. Tampa Bay much more than L.A. Um, the Miami Dolphins obviously making news. Um, they got Bradley. Chubb. No, they traded yeah. They, traded no, away they, star. They traded him away. No, but then who'd they pick up? This is written very weird. It is. Huh. They oh, got, so, so they did, no, get, they did Bradley get Bradley Chubb. Chubb. Why is, like, no, they, they definitely got him. Back to we the script go writers. Talk to the script writers. Get, this is something's going on here. <laughs> we gave him a shout out and went downhill. Yeah, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. And the last time I compliment them. Uh but a lot of movement. Chase Claypool to the Bears was a big one as well. TJ Hawkinson going from the Lions to the Vikings. Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars. Remember, Calvin Ridley suspended for the year, so he won't actually play for the Jaguars, but that's Still, I guess, a nice pickup over there. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Bears cleaning house. Robert Quinn to the Eagles. Roquan Smith to the Ravens. And Christian McCaffrey over to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, In his game as a 49ers, he threw for a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, and caught a touchdown. So one of the best. (laughs) It's already paying off pretty much for them. He caught. Is he a quarterback? No, running back. Christian McCaffrey. He threw a touchdown? Threw for a touchdown. Got a touchdown. Ran for oh, touchdown. and it's like a little trick, and yep. then the quarterback gives it to the whoever, oh, yeah. and they throw out. Okay. Quarterback behind uh, behind the line of scrimmage pass, backwards pass. He threw about a 35-yard strike for a touchdown. It was incredible. Hmm. On the run, by the way. That was a pretty incredible throw. Well, um, but yeah, so obviously tonight the Philadelphia Eagles take on the Houston Texans in the Thursday night prime video game. The Philadelphia Eagles, for those of you who don't know, they are 7-0. They are perfect. They are stellar. They are undefeated, looking to go 8-0 against the Houston Texans. Uh, big matchup this week is going to be the 5-2 and two Chiefs against the 5-2 and two Titans. Massive AFC matchup uh, that we will see how that goes. Um, and then Green Bay, another team, just a shock at how disgustingly horrible they have been. <laughs> They're looking to end their losing streak against your Detroit Lions. In I, Detroit. I like how that's written. It's like yeah, they're going... The one they're, and six. No, but they're looking to end their losing streak. Like, oh, it's just the Lions. We're going to go end it. Uh, you know, a division game like that, you'd be surprised. I, well, not the Lions. No, 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 I'm telling you. You don't don't count your team out. I had hope that first game, and then, boom, it, the Lions were being the Lions. You know, not that we should focus on the Lions on this show, but <laughs> really close game against Philly week one. Really close game against the Vikings, right? Like mm-hmm. I played the Vikings close. You turn those two games around, you're at three and four, right? Yeah, you're at three and four. So you're not, I don't think the team is as bad as the record is showing. Now, they have had some pretty bad displays. But those two games to- totally turn around the season. They but, were in the start of the year. But at the end of the day, they didn't win them. So, no, they didn't, you know? but I, I don't think it's, a, they're not a disgusting one. Like the Houston is a one-win team. <laughs> This is not, they don't look like they a one-win team. They just can't win. <laughs> so hopefully that helps you sleep better at night. It, it will. Um, switching over quickly to hockey. Lightning 6-4. and four. They host the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. Uh, they won 4-3 against the, Sen- uh, the Ottawa Senators. Kucherov, Braden Point, chip in for a goal. Uh, Tampa with 12 points on the season, as mentioned with their 6-4 and four record. 
Uh, they'll also continue the homestand with Buffalo coming into town and Edmonton coming into town over the next two home games. Florida Panthers behind the Lightning. By the way, just to make this clear, I do not think the Panthers are the best team in the NHL this year. Mm. You want to get that out of the way at the get-go. Now they're going to win the Stanley they Cup. They stink. <laughs> uh, Panthers behind the Lightning by one point this season. Uh, Florida lost 4-3 to Arizona, uh, the Coyotes, which is probably another update to talk about. Have you seen the Arizona Coyotes arena? I have not. So Coyotes in the city of Glendale going through some issues there on their arena. They are temporarily playing in a 5,000-seat arena. The visiting team locker room is pipe and drape. Oh, it my. It is terrible. Oh. People are complaining left and right. It has been just horror awful about as terrible as you can imagine. Jeez. Um, never, don't worry, though. Florida doesn't have to deal with that anymore. They're going to travel to San Jose to take on the Sharks, looking to continue to grow in the standings. They currently sit at 5-4-1 and one on the year. Um, so still very early in the hockey season. You start to see some things take shape about 15 games in. That's when you can start to really call out some differences. So probably another five games we'll have a good breakdown of who stands where. Hmm. I went to my first ever Lightning game. How'd you enjoy it? It was really, really fun. Fun time, right? Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I love their graphics and just how they make an experience out of it. Really cool game experience for everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if you're not a hockey fan, you can just go there and have a good time. Yeah. If you get the chance to go to the Chase Club, you're going to have to drop a little bit more money. Okay. But unbelievable time. It's food Everywhere. Oh, I love food. Everywhere. Buffet style. You go every section. It's a new food offering. It includes food and drink. Oh. So it's a fun time. We'll actually be going to a game in April, won't we? Yes, we will. Very excited for that. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jenna. You're very welcome. Well, when we come back on the other side of the break, we'll do a quick uh, Lakeland Magic update because their season's about to start and then talk through some local updates as well. So don't go anywhere. Stay right here on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central on your radio as we head home this Thursday afternoon, and it's brought to you by People's Barbecue. Hey, you're talking sports. I'm talking Jenna and Ryan. Eric, I like this vibe right now. Mm. Just take me to the river. That's it. Oh, it is. Yep. I felt like I was like walking into like a, like you know, and like you just walk in, it's like just you and your friends. You're like, yeah, I know That's we're it. here. Mm. Right. We might just not even talk this whole segment. We might just let this go the whole time. <laughs> well, <laughs> welcome back to Sports Central. Well, now we have to talk. Welcome back to Sports Central. It's all great at 96.7. Eric in the studio, Ryan and Jenna. Last segment. Feels like we never left. No. I feel like, you know, it was just, we just had our little, uh, kind of our, they just plopped two people in and then they were really waiting for us to get back. Absolutely. Yeah. Like our backup. They were like oh. our backup dancers. Oh, yeah. They're just... <laughs> <laughs> It's a good way to word it. Thank they were you. our backup dancers. Thank you. Now I'm just picturing Gerald and uh, Justin just like <laughs> just dancing nonstop yeah, in, in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Well, welcome back to Sports Central. Um, we are. It's it's crazy because we you know we mentioned we're already in November. I was before we walked in here. I was um, on Twitter and I saw. It wasn't before I walked in here. It was in between segments rather. I saw a post on Twitter from uh, Lakeland Magic. And it was all moved in and ready to start the season. I was like, oh, that's right. Like, the season is literally about to start. Mm-hmm. It's happening, like, right now. So pretty crazy stuff. It's going to be a fairly new roster in terms of uh, people that are going to be there. The season is technically opening tomorrow in Memphis. So the team will be on the road. But their home opener will be November 11th against the Austin Spurs. 
So literally next week, next Friday, mm-hmm. it'll be home opener time for the Lakeland Magic. Wow. It'll be cool stuff. I'm and excited. The games are so much fun to go to. They are. That means winter's coming. <laughs> winter is coming. <laughs> no, but they are super, super fun to go to and, you know, definitely on the experiential side, um, fun to be at. Oh, absolutely, 100%. And then, you know, not far along behind them are going to be the tropics. So Ooh. you're going to get back to back, mm-hmm. back to back. You're going to have them both there in market being able to go and check them out. Which is fun. So if you're a basketball fan, a soccer fan, you'll be... Uh, you can uh, find a find a game to go to. You got options. And listen, if you want to be more in touch with the Lakeland Magic season, when games are, how you can get tickets, visit lakelandmagic.com. All your information will be there as well. By the way, quick shout. I don't know if he wants me to do this, but quick shout out to team president Hans Steinbrenner, newly engaged Hans Steinbrenner. So congratulations. Oh, congrats, Hans. Hopefully he's listening. Yes, I hope so. I'm yeah. doing a quick little shout out. He right. might be like, dude, why'd you do that? Right. Like, like what's going on? Did not need people to know that. Shouldn't right. have put on Instagram then. Oh, uh, very true. <laughs> Lesson learned. Maybe he did want people to know. Right. <laughs> um, but congratulations to Hans. Obviously, wishing not only the team but the front office best of luck this year. Mm-hmm. Should be 100%. a fun. Should be a fun year for sure. Um, so outside of Lakeland Magic, Jenna, what what's going on right around the corner? You know, we're coming off a pretty busy October schedule. I mean, there was a lot, a lot going on in October, especially for our staff. What does it look like in November? What does it look like? Start this weekend, next weekend. What do we got going on? So it starts this weekend, and it does not stop. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, no, non-stop. no rest. Nope. Okay. So this upcoming weekend, we have I think five events. We have the GSA Fall State Championship, and that will be held at Lake Myrtle Sports Complex in Auburndale. Um, then we have the USFA Fall Frenzy, that's going to be at Bartow Softball Complex and Christina Softball Complex. We have FYSA ODP November 5th through the 6th. We have the Florida Half Century 60s Tournament and upcoming Small College Basketball Tip-Off Classic. So that's that's a a big one. That's a great event. Mm -hmm. So we have uh, tomorrow will actually be a Hall of Fame induction ceremony. That'll be at Polk Theater. Mm -hmm. And then they're doing a little soiree, a little get-together downtown as well afterward. Really excited for that one, though, and that'll be right at Florida Southern College. Yes. Yep. It's going to be NCAA Division II basketball teams from around the nation coming in to play. Um a basketball tournament class and that's and that's a new one that was relocated from a different location outside of the state of florida mm-hmm. they chose poe county just because of the location obviously working at florida southern college as well so really cool to see hall of fame ceremony and then some basketball games and some quality basketball games on top yeah of that. and the hall of fame induction i don't know if we just said this but it's at polk theater so it's yep. a beautiful beautiful place to be um on a friday night so it's really cool. cool venue really cool venue for sure Going back to the list of things that we have going on, we have FHSA Girls Volleyball Finals that is going to be held at Polk State College. That is next weekend. We have Spirit Gymnastics November at the Advent Health Fieldhouse. NABA uh, Southeast Championship, that is an adult baseball tournament. NSA Fall Brawl, that is a fast-pitched softball tournament. And finally, rounding out next weekend, we have the Florida State Premier League, which is going to be at Lake Myrtle Sports Complex in Auburndale. A lot going on there. Mm-hmm. You know, a true testament to the work that the team does at the office on a consistent recruiting basis, getting these events in here, putting those heads in beds throughout Polk County. Um, did want to take a little bit of time here at the end of the show. You know, we mentioned how busy October was for our staff and, and how much was going on, particularly during the water ski week. Couple people we wanted to thank. Couple people we just want to say, hey, appreciate you guys working with us. Takes a village, not just the team. Takes a village. The fine people at Legoland. Mm-hmm. Um, Juliet and her team out there did a phenomenal job with the opening ceremony event. People raved about it. Thought it was awesome. The people at Legoland were phenomenal to work with. And if you haven't been to Legoland Florida Resort lately, get over there. I mean, just it was so cool to be in the park and walk around. 
It's amazing just to go walk. As a Lego guy, it was just cool to go walk there. And they're opening a new ride. They are opening a new ride. That should be done relatively soon. Mm -hmm. Um, Main Street Winter Haven, the work that they did for the International Street Fair event in downtown Winter Haven, Mm -hmm. out of this world. I mean, it was basically a food and wine festival, similar to what you see at Epcot, but just all local vendors that were there. And it was so I mean, the different food offerings and Mm -hmm. options, just an absolutely amazing stuff. So a big thank you to them. The city of Winter Haven for all the work they did to have Lake Silver Park look as beautiful as it did. Absolutely phenomenal stuff. It was stellar. Cypress Gardens water ski team for the work that they did to make sure the venue was set, that the lake was all good to go. There were a lot of specifications for that event that we had to do. And then uh, at the staff at Nora Mayo Hall as well, which is, again, another part of the city. But setting up that venue, it looks so beautiful to host our closing ceremony banquet there. So I know I didn't hit everybody, but I just want to make sure we had a couple thank yous out there for some people. Anybody else who had a hand in it, we appreciate you. It was an amazing event. Really good impact, too, for the market. So, Oh, definitely, definitely. Something cool to bring to the area that many people haven't seen before. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, listen, there's no way we can dive into not only all the thank yous, but all the events we have going on. All the things that consume our day-to-day mm-hmm. that we know about, but people don't know about. Yeah. Well, you should get to know about it. Where at? You can visit www.centralfloridasports.com. Conversely, you can visit www.visitcentralflorida.org. And listen, sometimes it's just easier to give us a call. And if you do need the call, just remember when you call, ask for Lisa Riser mm-hmm. or Raylan Dessart. Yep. Those are the two that you want to ask for. And when you need the call, you're going to call. 863-551-4750 and ask for them. For Jenna Kidd, Eric in the studio, this is Ryan Buckley. We'll see you next week on Sports Central Talk Radio 96.7.